Welcome again to It Doesn't Take a Genius, conversation with introspective perspectives and pithy points of view. Here are your hosts, my friends, Max and Marty. I think that's Mark and Mike. Yeah, whatever. Ramsey! Marshall, I I know today is uh, talking about uh, this little saying you taught me about a, a guide on the side versus a stage on the sa- or sage on the stage and you have a you have a picture behind you oh yes this is my sage confucius so yes and i see you have oh, your sage yes. behind you <laughs> is it, it's it's a it's a likeness um yeah that's that's me that's just a joke it's a joke it's actually to distract you from uh the fact that i'm wearing a north face uh jacket that very boldly says north face and it makes me feel like a sham of a human being because i don't go on any adventures at all yes but yeah. it is very warm oh it's very warm and i'm sure it was when you were at the summit of denali <laughs> right <laughs> right it was quite cozy on k2 you mean you mean when i pulled off on the uh the road uh heading up to fairbanks and looked at denali from the scenic overlook yes very yeah. warm yeah very toasty when I parked in the farthest parking spot away from the coffee shop and walked <laughs> across the windblown parking lot. You brave soldier. So wow. 50 degree weather. <laughs> right. Thank goodness North Face was there for you. <laughs> That's right. All right. So we know who's not going to sponsor our podcast. <laughs> right. We're out of luck with Con- that. One. Confucius, because he's dead. North Face, it's still a possibility. Yeah. Who knows? What I really like about Confucius is we have the same haircut. <laughs> you do, don't you? <laughs> that going for us. And we're almost the same age. So, so we're brainstorming ideas. And I, I sent you a, just this quote. Right? Yeah. It's, it, it said, are you a, a sage on the stage or are you a guide on the side? Yeah. And that intrigued you for some yeah. reason. That kind of jumped out at you. First of all, you hadn't heard it. I've, I've never heard that. And uh, could could you uh, maybe give us a, a quick definition of how you see those two uh, those two different types of people? <laughs> well, I think the uh, the original definition came down from from academia. So uh, mm-hmm. so the professor, the sage on the stage, the professor would come out do a lecture. All right, impart knowledge, and mm-hmm. then the by definition, the student would passively absorb said knowledge. Yeah, and so the sage on the stage, he knows a lot. He's going to share it. You sit there, you take copious notes, and then it all soaks into your brain, and you're a better person. Yeah, and then the guide on the side is someone who's willing to to stand beside you as you explore the ideas. Uh, that are being talked about, explore the issues that you have and the application of theory to, to make things a little bit better. So they're, they're providing a little advice, a little guidance, and in our case, a lot of coaching. Yeah. Uh, and so, but, but, the, but the student is free to explore, to learn, and to apply uh, that, that theoretical stuff that, that's been talked about. It makes a ton of sense, and uh, we talk about coaching in the the terms of a, a coach helps you gain awareness, and then take action. Uh, awareness and action. Awareness and action. So um, some of that awareness could come from something delivered from a book or a, a 
you know, a sage on the stage, uh, you know, some, some moment of training or uh, education that you receive. But it's going to take that person on the side who helps you really think that through and let the penny drop for what, what you reached clarity on, what you really have awareness on, and then to take action and actually implement something so that, uh, you know, you change. Uh, mm-hmm. So that it, it makes perfect sense what you're bringing up there. And uh, so it, it's kind of a, a back-end way of us talking about, you know, when exactly do you hire such a person for you, for your organization, and what do you look for? Uh, for that kind of guide. I guess the other thing I wanted to say before we sort of move on to the next part here is, you know, it's so funny, and I, I'm sorry I keep bringing up all this classical education stuff, but that was kind of the point was, you know, a lot of the, the early um, philosophers um, were walking side by side um, in the Agora or, or wherever in, in Athens, teaching their students and they were teaching them in conversation. They weren't just literally side by side, but they were also teaching them in conversation. So there were questions and answers and debates and um, this whole concept of the dialectic that, that you're going to have this conversation and wrestle to get to the truth of a matter. Um, it, it really speaks to the, the power of this idea of the, the guide on the side. So, Well, and what I really like about that is, is that we rather by design or, or, or just by brilliance, we've discovered that this is the great approach with our clients. Yeah. And so we often find our days structured where in the morning we may gather the entire management team and we're familiar enough with this team. We've got relationships with, with, with the, the organization as well as the individuals in the organization to know what it is they're struggling with. So we may bring, here's an idea, here's a theory, here's a concept. Uh, that might be useful to this. So we introduce it to the large group and we have a discussion in the large group. And everybody's like, ah, this is good. And they're writing stuff down and they're nodding their heads. However, based upon our experience, we also know that if if it stops there, very few people will apply what was talked about in that room. Right. And so, so I'm the sage on the stage. And then the rest of the day is spent as a guide by the side. And right. so you're, you're sitting down one-on-one and, and you know, what, what part of what was talked about this morning resonated with you? What part didn't make any sense? What parts are applicable? Is this something that you'd like to try? What do you believe the outcomes would be? And so there's like a million what questions uh, that can be asked here. And ultimately to figure out, is this something worthwhile? Would it address the situation that you're dealing with? And if so, uh, would you wanna commit time and energy and focus uh, to to apply it to see if it'll make a difference. And so we get tremendous change with the combination of of sage and guide. Yeah, well, well said. And and frankly, sometimes folks hire us because they know what they want to do, but for some reason they haven't done it. They they have not been able to to reach implementation. So it's a lot of those what questions around what's getting in the way of you implementing this thing that you think you want to implement. And we uncover something else that they're wrestling with. That's more of a, you know, it, 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 you know, maybe it's a new management technique that everybody in the organization agrees we ought to try, but this one manager, he gets it, but he doesn't know how to do it. And it turns out there's something personally that he can improve. You know, maybe it's a confidence issue, a time management issue. There's something underneath that's preventing that. The guide on the side is the one who helps you uh, overcome that. And, mm-hmm. and actually uh, take action. So, yes. Yeah, no, you're so correct. So 
the think of it as a personal trainer yeah you know i know what to do right i know that i know what i should be eating <laughs> i know how much i should be exercising i maybe even have done it before yeah and I've done it. I've gotten into this incredible physical condition by doing these things. And now I have to hire a personal trainer, a coach. Yeah. And this coach will get me to do the things that I already know how to do and I already want to do. Right. That seems superfluous. <laughs> right? I, I know how to do it and I want to do it. And yet I need that person beside yeah. me. Uh, right, uh, that, you know, that is encouraging, challenging me, inspiring me to to actually do day in and day out these things. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, um, so we've, we've kind of got a couple different lists here. Uh, one is, uh, you know, when, when are you ready for a coach? Um, and what kind of a coach do you look for? What do you look for in a coach? Uh, should, should we tackle the when question first? Should we should we talk about that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. So when you're thinking of when, uh, I think it's it's when you've reached that obstacle uh, that 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 you and no one else within your organization has the ability to to overcome. Yeah. And it could even be maybe it's not an obstacle. Maybe it's a it's a level of performance that you've been unable to obtain. And so it's always interesting. We go into organizations and one of the exercises we do is, is we ask everybody to tell us how many years they've been in this particular industry. Mm -hmm. And so you got, you know, 10 managers and you, everybody's been doing this 10, 15, 20 years, seven years, eight years, whatever you add it up. And all of a sudden you've got 125 years of combined experience in this industry yet you're not able to get to the next level. Yeah. And so you don't need another industry expert. <laughs> you don't need a 125 years of industry experience. What you need is somebody to, uh, to look at it from an outside perspective, somebody who will challenge you, ask great questions, get to know your, your organization's complexity well enough, not to bring you answers, but to bring you questions that will allow you to apply this 115 years worth of experience to solve the problem or take you to the next level. Yeah, that's great. So you're stuck and by yourself, you haven't been able to get unstuck and go beyond where you're at right now. Time to get a new perspective, get some awareness and uh, get some clarity about the situation so that you can do that. And, and I think another side of that is that has that all assumes that you are actually willing to have a relationship with this person because coaching is weird. You know, it's not everybody is coachable. No, not everybody is ready uh, to have that dialogue and open up and sort of, you know, just just speak candidly about what's really going on in their head and their heart. And um, so, you know, if, if you're showing up to a coaching session saying, tell me what to do, here's my problem. Tell me what to do. Eh, you're probably not a coaching client superstar at this point. We, you know, we need somebody who is going to have a two-way conversation with us and really tell us what's going on and be willing to be open to try things. Like we might throw out some ideas and you go uh, experiment, do some, do some field work over the next week before our next session. Um, so you have to be coachable is, is I guess the point there. Right. And we, we find that because in some of the things that we work on, uh, the people we're coaching didn't choose us as their coach. Amen. 
So the organization said, hey, we're going to provide you with a coach. Yep. And, it's, and it's always funny because the same pattern emerges. The, the first time you sit down one-on-one with them, they it's this polite get to know you thing. Uh, the, the, you know, and you start asking what questions to figure out, okay, what's working, what can we work on? And then the second visit goes a little bit better. And it's only by the third coaching interaction that they, they open up to you and go, all right, yeah, here's what's really going on. Right. <laughs> you, know, right. you know, and then you find out all the complexities of why we, they haven't been able to, to achieve that next level of performance. And, yeah. and sometimes I'll ask them, I'll say, why did we wait until our third session before you opened up? And, and many times they will, they will say, well, first of all, I didn't believe you were coming back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've heard that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm going to share all this stuff with you. You're not going to come back. It's a waste. Yeah. The second thing I hear is, is I wasn't sure that you really cared. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure that you really cared enough that you wanted to help us. Yeah. So once I knew you were coming back and I knew that you cared, then I felt more, more trust and, and I felt the I had the ability to open up and share with you what's really going on. Yeah. And sometimes we find out stuff that's just yeah, it's amazing. It's just right. eye-opening. It's it's earth-shattering yeah. that that but had we on that after that initial interaction decided to come up with some some ideas for solving these problems they wouldn't have even come close to addressing the, the right. core issues way too shallow. Yes. Well, and the reality is if it was easy, right. they already would have solved it. Right. <laughs> yeah. All the easy stuff is solved by the time the coach shows up. <laughs> so, right. so yeah, but, the, go ahead. You, you said the trust word and, and that is, uh, I, I once had a, a manager. Um, he waited a year. I mean, he just, he, he went through an employee survey and, a and, a you know, we cycled through all the work we did for a year and he waited for the second employee survey. And he said, okay, now I know you're for real. Uh, we can trust you. You don't, you know, run to the owner and tell the owner of the business, everything that uh, we say, you know, these are confidential coaching conversations, just like you promised. And yeah, let's get to work. And, and then we actually did, you know, work on stuff, but it, Again, that was, you know, it, it took him a year to get to a place where he was feeling coachable, frankly. Mm -hmm. um, well, and, and just so, so our audience knows, if somebody seeks out a coach, right, these are cases where yeah. the coach was was kind of forced upon uh, someone. Yeah, but when sponsored coaching, as it's called. Is that what it's called? Yeah, sponsored coaching. Yeah. So, yeah, I got this guy. He's going to help you. You guys have a good talk. Right. <laughs> That's right. I don't know him. I didn't even know I needed coaching. Yeah. Do I need coaching? What do I do? I, what are you trying to tell me something, boss? What's wrong with me? Yeah. Am, am I broken? <laughs> so, so, but when somebody seeks you out as a coach, you know, it's kind of like somebody seeking out a personal trainer versus having one forced upon them, right? When it, when somebody seeks out the coach, then typically that relationship's evolved a lot faster. And so Right. If the person perceives that you truly care and that you truly want to 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 be of assistance. So one other thing about that before we move on to the, the third part of this list, um, that uh, that sponsorship sort of situation, if you will. In many organizations, that's a blessing, right? Like like, oh, you've uh, been promoted to management. You get a coach mm -hmm. like like it's it's an honor. 
Um, and it's the opposite of brokenness, right? It's, it's, you're the person who we expect to grow. It's, you know, it's kind of to the first point, you know, we don't want you to be stuck. We want to help you keep growing. And so that leads to the third point, which is, you know, when do you need a coach? It's, it's when you're in a growth mode, not when you're in a healing mode. Mm-hmm. So let me, let me try to unpack that for just a second, because this has happened uh, uh, fairly regularly for me. Um, you'll be coaching somebody, um, they'll start doing something like uh, improving their time management. And when they start seeing growth, and they start improving, then they start hitting these roadblocks, and they start coming up on things from their past that they are wrestling with, or maybe it's a behavior issue that they're wrestling with. And long story short, that person is you know, really uh, probably a good candidate for getting some professional help from a licensed counselor or, or a therapist or so on. And coaches aren't made for that. Coaches are made for future-focused, forward-focused growth. And if there's something that, you know, you're not just stuck, like you're, you're, you're in the past, there's, there's brokenness, there's something you need healing from, what, however you want to put that, um, you know, an, uh, an addiction, um, you know, uh, uh, mental, mental health issues, um, you don't need a coach. You don't need a coach. Uh, now we, you know, can refer you to good, solid people who mm-hmm. can help you. Um, and and we've all been there, right? But there, there's always this. You, you, everybody's on a continuum between between um, you know uh, a healing situation and a growth situation. So sometimes we need one more than the other. Uh, but you're not probably ready for coaching if you're wrestling with one of those things. And let's get you connected to. Uh, you know, somebody who's certified to help you. And I really mean that. I, I, I want to take a pause on the podcast and say, if you are listening to this and you think you need help and you don't have a resource, Mike and I can connect you to a resource. So please reach out to us and, and we can get you to somebody good. Oh, definitely. No, that's a, a wonderful point. And, and because you have to you know, become intimately familiar with the situation as well as the person, Right. Uh, sometimes we do uncover these things and, and they are shared with us and, and, and yeah, your, your radar goes up and says, Hey, this is way over me and, and what I'm able to provide as far as legitimate help in this particular realm. And, and yeah, happy to, to refer to, you know, counseling or, or, or other professional help that could be needed. So yeah. no, that's a, that's a wonderful point. Well, and that kind of brings us into, right, you know, we talked about what do you look for in a coach? Now let's do the opposite. What do you not want in a coach? <laughs> Sometimes I think it's easier to come up with the list of what you don't want versus the list of what you do want. Right, right. Uh, well, the, it, one thing you don't want when you're looking for to, to, to bring on a coach. That, that's a phenomenal question. I, I think um, somebody who talks too much, you know, if somebody is there, training you telling their story sharing their expertise in the session when you're supposed to be reaching awareness when are you going to do the thinking to reach awareness you know if you're still taking in just like it's that sage on the stage um you're you're not thinking you're not you're not getting to a place where you're wrestling with that thing in you where you you know finally get clarity you're Mm -hmm. just taking in more more data so if if the if the coach is talky talky that's that's maybe not the coach that you want no, that's a, that's a great point. So in uh, episode 20 of It Doesn't Take a Genius, yes, we talked about all our coaching tricks and, uh, you know, and techniques. And so one of the things that we talked about was the 80-20 rule. Yeah. 
right? Our goal is that the person that we're coaching talks 80% of the time, we talk 20% of the time. As the, as the coaching sessions evolve, it may, sh- it could go 90-10, right? The coach asks good questions, the, the person being coached kind of talks themselves through uh, their ideas and talks themselves to a, a commitment to take action, things like that. So, so yeah, talks too much. I think uh, another thing that, that you don't want in a coach is instant answers. Ah, very good point. I can get get an email instantly. I get a text instantly. I can get a pizza in 30 minutes. Why can't I get a coach who just, you know, looks around and then gives me their their answer, right? Gives me that recommendation. And and we've kind of talked about this. If it was easy, if it wasn't complex, you would have already found the answer and solved it. Yeah. But because it is complex, simple answers based upon shallow uh, analysis and, and investigation into your organization, it, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be, it's not gonna be applicable, and it's not gonna be something you do, and it's probably gonna be something that you've already thought of. Yeah, it, totally. And and uh, I guess related to both of those points is just the idea of if the if the coach is coming to you with a with a program with an agenda that they want you to walk through in your sessions. Um, like you said, there is that point where we take off the coach hat, we put on the trainer hat and we stand at the front of the room or we, we sit in front of the person and deliver some material that we think will help. But then there needs to be that point where the trainer hat comes off, the coach hat comes back on and the person shuts up and lets you ask the questions. Here's your litmus test. If it's a trainer, they're going to come to you and say, and here's what I can do for you. If it's a coach or somebody with a sort of a coach mindset, like an organization development professional, they're going to say, what is your agenda? Mm -hmm. If they don't ask you, what is your agenda? And I'm not talking about in the sales pitch. I'm talking about in each session, frankly, uh, but before each visit, uh, that person is, is not coaching. Coaching is about what you need to reach awareness on not what I need to take you through so that you learn something. It's, it's, it's about your particular thing that you want to reach awareness on. So I, I think that's a, a big one that, that you know, they, they need to let you do the talking and set the agenda um, if they're really a coach. Yeah. Yeah. What are, what are, what are your goals? Yep. What is the, what is the concern? What is the problem you're trying to solve? Yep. And you know, what is, what is the, your vision of the future? that you're working towards that you aspire towards so yeah the the coach should should try and figure that out and and lacking that the coach can bring all sorts of different things to the table that may or may not be you know be helpful in in, in solving the problem right we got all tools yeah i got tons of stuff in my toolbox the key is figuring out where you are, where you want to go, and then just pulling out just the right tool. With that tool, could just be a question uh, that helps you get a little bit closer to that goal. Yeah, that, that's a great point. The tool could literally just be one question that blows the lid off everything, mm-hmm. but it's knowing which tool, right? I, I, and I'd only know that if I actually let you do the talking and set the agenda. So I think it's a huge point. No, no, that, that's that that is huge. And so thinking about you know, all the things that we can bring to the table, uh, right, we could actually do harm, right? What was the, the Hippocratic yeah. Oath, right? At first, do no harm. Right. And so, so by, you know, 
wonderful saying, uh, intervention without diagnosis is malpractice. Oh, yeah. And, and so, so a coach that wants to jump in and intervene too quickly could actually do harm. Uh, yeah. And so uh, we never want to be that coach. And, and, and that's hard. That's hard for me as a coach. I always want to be helpful. Right? I always want to be contributing. And sometimes the best way to contribute is to literally just stand there and watch. Yeah. They, or sit in the meeting and observe. Yeah. And, you know, I was in, a, I was in a, a business this week and they were having a sales meeting. I do an amazing sales meeting. <laughs> right. I love it. Right. There's some things I'm terrible at. I do great sales meetings. I yeah. can do it. And so, you know, the, the, we were, we were going in and the, and the owner said, do you, you know, would you like to you know, do anything during the sales meeting? And I said, no, hmm. it hurt, yeah. <laughs> physically hurt, <laughs> you know, yeah. and, but I need to see what's happening there, right? What is their mm -hmm. structure? What's the format? What's the participation? What's the engagement? What's the takeaway? What's the energy? And all of that is skewed. It's skewed just by me being in the room. Yeah, but it's even more skewed if I insert myself yeah, take in, over in, into the program. So, yeah. so and and I think at one point he even wanted me to jump in. He's like, uh, "Mike, you have anything to add? You guys are doing fantastic." <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, and then afterwards we were able to have a great conversation about you know what we could do more, better, different, or less right uh, in future sales meetings to to increase effectiveness. So. So sometimes the coach just needs to observe, right? They need to be on the sidelines, just like in the sports, and they need to be watching all the plays yeah. and, and looking at the data and then, you know, having great conversations about what we could do more, better, different, or less. I like that. I like that a lot. I, I'll uh, insert one last thing uh, on my list, and I don't think this is on every coach's list, but it's something that I um, say. If you have a coach, um, you need to be asking, you know, if, you're, if you're thinking about hiring a coach, let's say, uh, you need to ask that coach, do you have a coach? Mm -hmm. In other words, do you really believe in this or are you just taking my money so that we can talk together? Um, if, if they don't actually have somebody that they're going through the process with, um, it, it kind of begs the question, why should you? Mm -hmm. So um, that's... Uh, uh, I, I know that 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 doesn't apply in all situations necessarily, but there needs to be some sort of uh, opportunity for everybody who is coaching to be reaching some level of awareness and taking action. So they're growing and remember what it's like to be in that client position and have some empathy for them. So that's my I think I think that's the the last thing on my list. I, anything else you'd add, Mike? Well, I think the sometimes what, what you're looking for in a coach is a coach that turns you down and so oh, once, yeah yeah once you that's good that's good yeah, you've explained it we've we've talked about it and you go you know i can't help you know i don't see myself being a huge benefit here and the coach says you know i can refer you to other people uh there may be another course of action that, that you can take but but this is not a good fit be it be it objective wise be it the type of industry or be it moral or ethical Right. You know, I've been asked to do things, right? Well, I want you to come in and be neutral with yeah. this agenda. Right. 
not sure neutral with an agenda is a thing. <laughs> you know, it seems like if I have a thing and I have an agenda, then I'm not neutral. So yeah, can you facilitate and coach to this end? Hmm. No, 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 no. We, I can, I'm not going to manipulate people. I'm not even going to attempt such a thing. Uh, and if that's your goal, then, then our goals aren't going to align and, yeah, you could probably find somebody else to help you with that project. Yeah. So, so sometimes the coach is just says it's not a good fit. Let's walk away. Yeah, that that's good. And and sometime in the uh, the coach relationship, especially with you know something they're asking you to do for a team, um, saying no, like I can't, I you know I am your coach, but I can't do that thing you just asked of me. It won't work. You know, you think that's what you need, but your expert, your guide, is telling you that is a bad. Uh, you know, way to move forward. Uh, our our friend and mentor, Greg Tansky says, uh, our yeses mean nothing unless we say no once in a while. So, you know, you're looking for a coach who is is willing to give that kind of pushback. I think you're right. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, tremendously, yeah, tremendously amazing stuff. And, and it's what we do every day. Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're so excited about it. And I think the, the last thing that I would look for uh, in a coach is curiosity. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm looking, I want a coach who's just wildly curious. Yeah, They're just not satisfied until they figure out how it works. How yeah. do these interactions work? How does, how does the industry work? How does the, the, the they're, they're just continuously curious. Yeah. And, and if you get somebody like that, the, the, then A, they're a joy to work with because I think people like explaining what they do and how they do it. Right. Uh, and then and at the same time, it's the curiosity that, that causes the great questions. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, I've watched this. I've watched you guys for a while. What is it you're trying to do when this goes on? Yeah. You know, what are you trying? And, and all of a sudden, the your curiosity and, and naivety, whatever that word yeah. yeah that's what i was going to say yeah that actually becomes a chance for them to stop and reassess why do we do oh 100 percent. yeah what yeah. but it's confusing you we're actually doing it and it confuses us we just never stop to think about it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never, and so yeah that and i've had somebody tell me before that yeah that's that's my role is i come in i make everybody stop stick their heads up, look around to make sure we're still going in the right direction. Mm -hmm. And then I leave and then whatever that we've adjusted that direction a little bit, they put their heads back down and they keep, you know, and they moving go forward. forward. Yeah. And so, but now we're, we're, we're aligned, maybe moving a little bit, you know, more directly towards the goal that they have in mind. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I, yeah. All of this really boils down to uh, the, the curiosity factor you know, um, the 80, 20 rule, you know, it's the 20% should be spent on questions, maybe a little, a little bit on observations that you're making, but they're usually observations with a question attached to them. And, uh, we're just trying to help you understand We're we're trying to get awareness. And in the process, we hope you get awareness. So uh, it's, it's huge. Yep. No, I like it. So we are a combination of sage on the stage guide on the side. Love it. So, so there's a place for both. Uh, it's finding that balance is the is the space that we live in. Yeah, yeah, and we are odd. I will say we're we are odd coaches. There are pure coaches out there that just do the guide on the side stuff, um, but we've got a lot of tools that we can offer. So, um, anyway, I'm Good glad stuff. we are what we are.
Yes, we're awesome. Let's see if our announcer thinks so. I know he, he's always heaping praise upon us. See what he's got to say. I don't think so. And that, I guess, is that. It doesn't take a genius. No rights reserved, nothing trademarked, copyrighted, or even original. Feel free to give it to anyone, anytime, using any and all media formats. Warning, Mark and Mike may or may not make another one. I'm your announcer, and I did not get paid a nickel to do this. They won't even let me tell you my name. So, until next time, if there is a next time, stay safe, be well. That's good enough.